Hey folks, it's Marvin Cash, the host of the Articulate Fly, and we're back with another Western North Carolina fishing report with the Nantahala Sasquatch himself, Gordon Vanderpool. How's it going, Gordo? I'm good, brother. How you doing? Just trying to stay out of trouble and not freeze. Yeah, yeah, it's finally cooled down a bit, which is a good thing. Yeah, that's a slight understatement. It's actually just cold, probably even for you uh, Pennsylvania guys. Uh, I was running around in flip-flops up in Pennsylvania the other day. It was 25 degrees, and I was getting looks. Yeah. People were like, are you stupid? And I'm like, I guess. You know? Maybe. Um, I was sled riding in the snow in shorts with my daughter. There you Good go. Stuff. Yeah. But, well, so we're recording this on uh, November 14th, and you know, obviously anybody who's in the southeast knows we're getting unseasonably cold weather. Um, and that definitely has an effect on the bite. And, uh, Gordon, you want to kind of tell people what it's like to have to fish those deep freeze conditions and maybe how this might be training for how to fish in the later part of the winter season. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah. When you come into this cold, you know, these first cold snaps or this cold weather transition and we're getting ready to get into with winter time coming, those fish will kind of hunker down. They'll slide into those deeper pools. And you'll see more and more of that as we go into the winter. But when it gets cold, um, there's really no reason to run out and be there to track a dawn unless you're worried about getting ahead of the crowds. Um, honestly, in the wintertime, like when it's a winter bite, which it would be now, I follow the sun. So wherever that sun is, I try to get in on it. And that tends to be where the bugs will move if they're going to move at all. Um, those fish are going to, like I said, hunker down in the bigger pools. They're going to get in that lazy water. They're going to be on the bottom. They're going to be lethargic. So you got to get your flies down in their face. They're not going to move as far to eat. And you're going to have to have a good connected drift to know when they bite because everything is kind of lethargic at this point, you know, so. Got it. And how, you know, be on it. yeah. And obviously about getting down and having a good drift and the fish not being super active. How does that impact your fly selection? Do you go natural or do you have to go big to make them think it's worth the trouble to move? You know, I try all of it. Um, the worth it, worth it's trouble to move, you know, idea works. Like they're like, Hey, I'm not going to move unless it's a, a meal worth moving for. You know, sometimes they're in that mood. Sometimes they're just in the mood for the little niblets and and they want tiny and just, you just, they're super lazy and they won't take anything big, nothing aggressive. And it's just kind of one of those things. You really just kind of play the game. Eggs, squirmies are always good in the winter, you know, uh, rainbow warriors, surveyors, flies like that. have been awesome winter patterns for me for a lot of years. So it just kind of a transition. You got to play the game and you got to kind of go through the process and see what they're wanting. Got it. And, you know, obviously when it's cold like that, you have a much smaller window to put your fly because the fish aren't going to move. You know, what are some tricks you can do to kind of give yourself more bites of the apple so you, you know, you don't, you don't lose out. You got a narrow fishing window. The fish are kind of lethargic, but you don't want to spook them or put them down. Any tips on that? Yeah, like when I get in there in the wintertime and, you know, maybe say a just straight dead drift is not working. You know, I'm, I'm putting these flies right in their face and they're not moving or not, not opening their mouth for it. So, so I kind of get dynamic on them and I'll start jigging my flies and add some movement to them. Um, sometimes just adding movement alone can trigger a reflex bite from a, from a trout, uh, especially when they're lazy. So jigging flies, that'll be one little project for you guys to work on this week. Just go out and jig those flies a little bit and see, see if it helps you. 
Got it. Well, that's super helpful. And folks, if you have a question for Gordon, if you'll send it to us on the Articulate Fly Facebook page, if we read it, I'll send you some Articulate Fly swag and you'll get it in a drawing for some Nanahala Sasquatch original flies at the end of the season. And of course, it's not a fishing report with you, Gordon, if you don't share your most valuable metal. What have you got for us? Yeah, Winger. Um, she's only 17, I think it's called. Yeah, there you she go. That's the other day. Yeah, that, yeah, that's old school hair metal right there. Yeah, that's way back. It's good stuff. <laughs> well, listen, before I let you hop, why don't you let folks know where they can find you so they can fish with you? Absolutely. Yeah, it's uh, flyfishingwnc.com is the website. I'm on Instagram, Turning Stones, Fly Fishing, Facebook, same. Just reach out and uh, we'll, we'll get you taken care of. Well, that's great. And folks, if you haven't had a chance, uh, please check out our mobile apps. All you have to do is search the Articulate Fly in the Apple Store uh, or the Android Store of your choice. It's cold. You know, I would say sleep in, bundle up, uh, take some coffee and hot chocolate and maybe a little scotch for afterwards and go out there and chase them because they're out there ready to be caught. No doubt. Tight lines, everybody. Tight lines, Gordon. All right, Marla. See you, bud.